What's up, Citywide? I want to take this time to personally thank you guys for listening. We've actually reached over 100 episodes with over 8,000 plays on SoundCloud. We're really excited about that. But we also want to let you know of an upcoming change that you will notice by the end of this week, which is we are going from Citywide front row to we are City Light. Once again, I'll say that we are City Light. So, in a short time, you're going to be checking that out instead of what you see now. But in the meantime, enjoy this episode. What's up, everyone? You're listening to Citywide Front Row. Citywide is a place for young adults in the DMV to connect and grow closer to Jesus. We hope you enjoy today's episode. What's up, Citywide? It's your boy, Terry. I'm joined today by one of our most frequent listeners by far. We actually have statistical in-depth research to prove this, uh, or maybe, maybe not, I'm not sure. But anyway, um, we have Cindy Abel today. Hey, hey. What's up, Cindy? Not much, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I haven't seen you in a while, I feel like, but... I'm around. Okay, maybe... In the other wing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is really cool because we're celebrating our, our 100th episode, which was like a few weeks ago, but now is the time to celebrate and we we did a lot of great q a's and since you're one of our most frequent listeners i know that you'll have some great insight on what you listen to and why you listen to it uh so take it away cindy yeah so because it's the 100th day i figured i'd give you a hundred reasons why you should listen to citywide front row um totally just kidding i'm not gonna do that uh yeah so i i like listening to the podcast in the morning Basically, most mornings I go on a walk and I like to use that time to uh, listen to podcasts or listen to music or pray, things like that. Um, So kind of, I think I've listened to every single one of them except the ones that were posted from like the basics conference because they were like an hour long or something and I was there in person. So, Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I was, I've been able to listen to them all and you've had a lot of awesome guests on here, a lot of friends that I know, a lot of pastors that I know, and then people that I don't know as well. Um, So it's been really cool just to hear their different perspectives and their different thoughts on all the different topics you guys have covered and um, hear their wisdom when it comes to the four questions to four minutes, uh, when you're looking at the different passages in scripture. Um, Yeah, so I've really enjoyed it. I appreciate all the work that you guys have put into it as well because it's been super helpful for me and just encouraging me in my own walk with the Lord. So uh, that's great. Which one is your number one for the Q&A? For my Q, oh, for the Q&A? Yes. Um, there have been a lot of really good ones that have kind of impacted me, whatever I'm going through during that time of my life. Uh, I think one that recently that stands out to me was Caleb Moore's on FOMO, Fear of Missing Out. Mm. And he did a two-part, I believe, on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was really good for me because it was something that, um, you know, I think we all struggle with in this day and age, especially with uh, social media. And so I've been having to limit myself from social media, getting rid of certain things, taking it off my phone, um, trying not to be as present on it. And that paired with just trying to find that value and worth and acceptance in the Lord has been really beneficial for me. And then so hearing Caleb's perspective on it, and if you don't know, Caleb is our high school pastor here. Um, so he works with a lot of teenagers, which 
you know, that topic is even more prevalent there than it yeah. is with us. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, his was probably one of my most favorite Q&As. If you did another Q&A, sorry, I probably uh, liked yours too. But <laughs> No, it's good. One that I really, really like. Uh, you just jogged my memory a little bit, was the one on forgiveness. And that was mm-hmm. actually with myself and Holly. It was called Bible-Centered Forgiveness. And I remember that one. It's So here's the backstory. I remember I'll usually, like, send an email out and say, hey, guys, like, this is the plan. I'll send it to Nate and, like, Chris and Taylor Antone and, and uh, John Arevalo. So I'll send it to them or, or whomever is concerned for that week. Well, surely enough, I sent out the email and... Uh, then I show up Wednesday morning, which is when we record, and nobody's here. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I spent all this time, you know, like... We're talking about forgiveness. <laughs> hey, thank you. Talk about, you know, planning and, and mm-hmm. coordinating, so on and so forth. And it's a ghost town, you know? So I was like, I was like, hey, Holly. <laughs> oh, so that one wasn't even planned. No, it wasn't. Ah! I was like, Holly, what is something that you would be willing to talk about on the podcast? And she was like, um... I've been reading Colossians and da da da, and so she uh, Colossians three thirteen. That was one of the um, scriptures that we went over. Huh. But anyway, that's how that's how that came about. Yeah, and it actually turned out to be really good. And so I'll I'll look at the statistics. And um, one thing that you can tell with a, a podcast is like how many people listen to it when it's first released. Mm-hmm. That that'll give you a little bit of insight. Like, hey, is this a topic people really wanted to hear latch mm-hmm. onto? And people did. You know, uh, it was just such a clear thing that people, I mean, forgiveness is a hard thing. Yeah. Um, I did have to forgive all these uh, people who <laughs> I sent this email never to. never showed up. Yeah. Who and you did. just called them out by name on the podcast, too. I did. You, you <laughs> are right. Um, but anyway, it turned out to be one of those really fruitful ones. And, and you know, that really just shows you about, like, who God is. Yeah, he knows what you know, he's I doing. I my little plans and stuff, but then God shows up and it's like, you know what, God, actually, you have a... Oh, you know that. Okay, this is another one that was really good for a while, and I know you're gonna say you're gonna agree. How to handle perfectionism? No, no I'm just kidding. Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> when um, yeah, with Christy, Christy Gilmore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How was that for you? That was really good because her and I are very similar in a lot of ways, and very type A and detail oriented with many things. Um, and so per- perfectionism. It's not necessarily something that I've struggled with in terms of, you know, making me feel uneasy, but it is something that I have a tendency towards. So I have to be very careful when it comes to certain things because, you know, from teaching, I used to teach um, preschool, special ed last year. Um, You can't be a perfectionist in the classroom Mm. because the kids are going to do what they want to do. And so when when I was student teaching and they would do an activity Mm -hmm. and they wouldn't, you know, glue the papers on straight. I'm like, you know, this kind of bothers me, but it's their work and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And I think from that experience, just in teaching and working with kids, it's really helped me in other areas of my life just to like, let, let things go. Um, you could ask my roommates in college about how OCD I was about the townhouse and keeping it clean. And like, I like, I like cleanliness and being hygienic. I think that's very important. But there's also a sense of it's not just my house and other people in here, you know, I can show them grace. They can show me grace as well. Well, Um, you know, I don't want to get on a tangent about cleaning houses, but I like (laughs) clean houses. too. And but you know what? People come from different backgrounds Uh with different expectations on them. You know, they're different sibling orders, which all that affects, you know, like 
how they'll think about cleanliness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so, so Christy's comments during that podcast were really, like, I could relate to them very well, having right. experienced them. And so it was just kind of a reminder for me of, you know, checking myself again of, Lord, like, what areas of my life am I leaning a little too much towards that? What areas of my life can I let things go a little bit more? I'll also say this one. This one was actually, now, this is statistically speaking, um, I was doing some research earlier. You like statistics. Yeah, so <laughs> the out of the all the podcasts that we did, the, the one that came number three was money, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Um, now the, You did some of those, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the number one is uh, the front row vision, which I don't necessarily count because the first people one. are just interested in hearing what yeah. the vision is. But after that, the, 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 the second one was remain as you are, which was a sermon, and then finances. And I just remember going through that when I, you know, I spoke on it. But aside from me speaking on it, I think it was so pivotal because it's one of those things where Everyone deals about with it, but no one wants to talk about it. Mm, yeah. But everyone cares about it. <laughs> you yeah. know, so it's like we all care about it. No one wants to talk about it, but we all want some insight. Yep. And so I feel like this was one of those like little uh, one of those podcasts that people see. It's like, oh my god, like I, I, I need to I need to listen to this because mm-hmm. it's like you want some some biblical insight into how to manage money. Yeah. Uh, versus like, should I just wait till the next check? you know, to spend money, you know, like there's just things that we, we have questions on. And, uh, as you start to, you know, get more and more compassion, uh, interest, passion, um, for God's word, what he says, uh, you then tell yourself, you know, what, I need to, you know, make myself, you know, focus in on it more. So that, that podcast was so, was so, um, refreshing for me to speak on. Mm-hmm. And then statistically speaking for a lot of people to listen to, mm-hmm. uh, what what did you like, Cindy? Yeah, um, I think some of my favorites, uh, I, I really like the balance of some of them are very personal stories in terms of interviewing people and getting to know people better and kind of how they walk with the Lord and different um, disciplines they take on. But then there's also a good mix of just theology and the sermons as well. Mm-hmm. So um, Donnie did one about a uh, two-part one on do the resurrection accounts differ? Mm-hmm. So looking at different passages in scripture. Uh, and again, I listen to these things like first thing in the morning when I go walking. And some of those mornings I'm like, okay, I got to re- listen to this one later when I'm a little more, you know, alert. Um, but the ones that I enjoy that are more of just, you know, hearing people's stories. I think Philippe's was one of my favorite, Philippe Prosper. Um, I guess he's known Nate for a really long time. I don't remember exact theory, exactly their connection. But he did a three-part uh, interview on drawing near to God dwelling in the house of God mm-hmm. and the gospel centered evangelism. And his story is phenomenal. Like if you haven't listened to it, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. Um, just hearing how passionate he is and on fire he is for the Lord and the things of the Lord, how he even came to Christ is an incredible story. Um, and then the things that he's done since then continue just to be kind of mind blowing. But then he talks about his discipline in the Lord, and um, he has three kids, I think. And he says, you know, if I wake up in the morning when my kids wake up, I don't have time to really study the Word. He's like, I'll wake up at three in the morning, and I'm like, <laughs> I am asleep. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you know, because he's drawing near to God in that way, the Lord is sustaining him throughout the day because it's honoring to the Lord. Yep. And so, I mean, to each their own, you know. Getting up at 3 a.m. might not be ideal for me, but 
going to bed earlier or setting time aside at night that I can wake up earlier, you know, um, trying to figure that out to spend that intentional time studying. And so again, hearing his stories and just how he's been able to lead people to Christ through mind blowing stories is really encouraging. No, that's a good one. I remember you said there was someone else that, that stuck out to you that spoke as well. Um, Arlen's on Biblical Soul Care. Mm. So how many times was he on here? That was a while ago. Four. Four, okay. Mm. I know it was uh, quite a few. And so I've been able to talk with Arlen in person and have trainings with him in person on Biblical Soul Care. Um, but the podcasts were also really helpful in, just, in terms of just caring for the people around us. You know, and he has a background in counseling. And so, you know, even just passing him in the hallway where he's like, Cindy, how are you? Like, it's a very, it's a genuine, not just like a, oh, hey, how are you? Good, mm-hmm. thanks, bye. You know, and, and most of the time I'm like on my way to something and I'm like, <sighs> it's like mm-hmm. a refreshing, like, okay, remind myself, people care. They care about my relationship with the Lord. Um, so his his podcasts were really good. Those those were back in, gosh, November, December. Yeah, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what So again, if you're listening and don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to them. They're probably like 20 minutes each or something. Um, but super helpful in just thinking about the people around you, Christians and not, um, about how we how can we more effectively care for them as our brothers and sisters in Christ and people of the Lord. Shout out to Thomas Keyes. He did one on um, expressive praise. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't remember if it was that one specifically because he was on a couple times, but... It was either that one or he did uh, one on like on biblical worship, but he explained some like Hebrew words for praise, mm-hmm. and it was just like whoa! Yeah. It brought such a richness yeah. to the Word of God that I mean, for myself, you know, I like to sing, but it it just it took me even to a place where it's like, man, you know, sometimes I go to church on Sundays and I'm like, I just feel like. I just feel like kind of being mellow, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's like, wait, <laughs> as you get more in depth into the word of God, like it's clear, distinctively clear that uh, there's certain things that we should put our attention towards yeah. as we go into the house of God. And not to mention, you know, God is really all around us. It's not like just when you go into church, but it just called me to attention so much. And it was one of those things, just kind of like what you said with Arlen, how, you know, it was like a breath of fresh air for you. <coughs> It was a breath of fresh air for me as well, just listening to him and gaining that insight where, aside from that conversation, I wouldn't have really, you know, yeah. known much, you know. So that's one thing I would say just in general about this podcast, you know, depending on who's speaking the topic, like there's so much to learn. I did learn a lot from Philippe because he, he had a he had a story. And it's funny, I, I have trouble sleeping sometimes, too. And I, uh, I, I was more resistant to it, but. It's like, you know, why not maximize that time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, why not leverage that time um, to, like, draw closer to God? Mm-hmm. Which reminds me, this is so random, but could you please tell people your story that matches Philippe's story um, from actually listening to the podcast? Yeah. 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 So this just happened the other day. Oh, gosh, it's incredible. Um, so, like I said, I walk pretty much every morning uh, behind our apartments. I kind of meander through the apartments and then there's a path that goes by a pond and then they come back on the same path and so like I said I usually listen to the podcast or pray or listen to you know worship music just spend some time meditating um and time with the Lord and so the other day I was walking just it was a Saturday morning I was like 9 30 or something and I'm walking down the path listening to a podcast and I pass these um young people there's two girls and a guy 
and they're drinking. It's like 9.30 in the morning. And I'm like, my first thought is, oh my gosh, these kids, like what are they doing with their life, you know? And um, as I'm listening to the podcast where Carrie's like, oh yeah, I, I, you know, I've kind of, I want to share the gospel once a week, you know? And I'm like, is completely ignoring that prompt and just continue walking. <laughs> and then I come back walking on the same path because you turn around, you walk in the same path, and they're still there. And I'm like, nope. And at this point, I had st- the podcast was over, and I was like playing a game on my phone, which I never do when I walk. But it was because I was making all these excuses. God, this is my time with you. And he's like, no, it's not. You're playing a word game right now. Stop. <laughs> so I'm walking back, walking back, and I'm just like trying to find every excuse. So if you don't know, I have type 1 diabetes, so exercise with that can be really difficult. So I'm like, what's my blood sugar? No, it's actually fine. Dang it. Like, I can't use that as an excuse. Well, I have to get ready. No, it's Saturday. I literally have nothing until tonight. Like, it's not a time thing. And because on work mornings, yes, it is sometimes. Um... So I'm literally thinking, I'm like, I want to say no to the Holy Spirit. And then I'm like, that's terrifying. Mm. (laughs) So I literally was at the bottom of my apartment steps. And I was like, I have to go back. I have to go back. I was like, it's three quarters of a mile back. You know, still making these excuses. So I turn around and start walking. And I'm like, I could still turn around. I'm like, no, you're not, Cindy. Like, go. So then I'm going there, getting closer. And I'm like, they're not even going to be there. Like, how do I even start this conversation? Like, hey, I noticed you're drinking. What are you doing with your life? You know, like, that's not loving at all when talking about biblical soul care mm-hmm. um so anyways i'm like working myself up in my own mind and not trusting the holy spirit in it and i'm just like god like if you want me to go i'm just i relent like i'm going so i get there and before i can say anything the girl that had said hi to me while i was while we were walking earlier she was like hi i'm so and so for you know confidentiality's sake i'm not gonna say her name um i was like oh hi i'm cindy and I was like, oh, do you live around here? And she's like, yeah, we live in the townhouses there. I was like, oh, I live in the apartments. And she's like, do you want a beer? And I was like, I'm good. It's a little bit too early for mm-hmm. me, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah. She's like, you know, my life is just so effed up. You know, she's spewing all these these cuss words here and there. And she's like, I just, you know, can't get my life together. And she's like, I'm covered in beer. I smell like cigarettes. And she's like, I got a jail last night. And I'm like, okay, we're just jumping into this conversation right now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so she goes on and just asking, I mean, I'm not going to ask why are you in jail, So, but um, she's telling me a little bit about that. And she's like, I got two kids. They're five and six, but, like, I can't go see them. I smell like beer. Like, look, I got beer on my shirt. I smell like cigarettes. I can't go see them. I'm their mommy. Like, I need to be strong. I don't know how to turn my life around. Like, she literally said that to me. And I'm like, wow. Like, at this point, I'm, like, getting chills because I'm like, this is clearly the holy spirit and she starts crying you know like telling me about how lost she is and i'm like can i share something with you that will help you turn your life around Mm -hmm. and she's like please and so i was able to um just encourage her and share the gospel with her through my testimony and we come from very different backgrounds but still just the power of the holy spirit just worked through his glory and his son and and the story of the gospel and um she starts crying even more, like, when I'm talking about it. And she, she's kind of interrupting through the whole time. and um, Which, you know, it's the Holy Spirit can still work through that. And um, my roommate and I had, Liz and I had just been up to Sight and Sound Theater in Lancaster and saw the play Jesus, which was phenomenal. What? Yes, it was so good. And one of the scenes in there was Jesus going after the one, right? The 99, the great shepherd. He leaves 99, go after the one. And... Um, I was just telling her that I was sharing with her that parable because that image just kept coming to my mind of her being that one. And 
you know, I was like, look, like, I didn't want to come talk to you. I was like, I'm going to be honest. It's an awkward conversation to have. Um, you never know how people are going to receive it. But I was like, I was at the bottom of my apartment steps and I passed you twice and I came back. I was like, I'm coming after you and God is coming after you even more right now. I was like, if it had been a week that I talked to you, it would have been a week after you'd been out of jail, a week out, you know, she's like, can, can I tell you something else? I was like, yeah. She's like, I tried to kill myself last night. <laughs> she's like, I had the knife on my wrist and I moved it to my neck, but I couldn't do it. At this point, like I'm getting chills and I'm starting to cry because I'm like, there's nothing out, no one else that could have ordained this to happen between my like rebellious spirit and her just finding that specific spot on the path and the timing of her story of getting out of jail, trying to kill herself, like all of this stuff is just like mind blowing. I'm like getting chills again, talking about it. Um, but so, I mean, all that to say, like, I mean, I asked, I asked if I could pray with her and um, I prayed for her and she was crying during the prayer. And Praying is always nice to share the gospel because they won't interrupt you while you're praying. So I was able to like reiterate it again um, without her interrupting. So I was like, I know that she heard it like from start to finish again. Um, and she's like, just because I have a beer in my hand doesn't mean I don't believe in God. Like, I still believe in God. And I said, okay, but are you seeking him? You know, and um, hmm. yeah, so I got her information. She doesn't have a cell phone, but I got her Facebook information. I've been trying to follow up with her. But there was no like get on your knees moment and confess to the Lord. Um, but it was just, to me, it was a reminder of what can happen when we say yes to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Because sometimes we say yes, and then you get cussed at, or the conversation doesn't go what do you, like you want it to. And you're like, God, why would you, what was the purpose of that? Like, how are you using that for your glory? Mm-hmm. Which he does. I, I fully believe he does. But then after all these days of saying no, walking by people to actually say yes and to have that happen was just so reassuring to me of his power and his provision of just saying, look what happens when you do say yes. Look what I can do, you know, which is incredible. Wow. Thank you, Cindy, so much for sharing how God has changed your life through the podcast, which that's a praise report in and of itself Mm -hmm. of how God does special things um, as we listen to him. So thank you also to those that listen. You guys have a great day. Peace. Peace.